We are back for another team podcast. It has been far too long. We have done a Q&A episode, hasn't it, gals? Because we were just literally talking about this. It's been since before Christmas. I mean, we, we've spoken to each other since before then, but in terms of a poddy... I've missed it. Pre-Christmas. That's insane. Christmas feels like so many months ago now as well. Yeah, it does. Well, it is like February next week, isn't it? Pretty much. No, just, oh my near, God, that's flying. Near enough. Near enough. It's flying. <laughs> But um, we are currently mid to end of January in a freezing. I was gonna say a heat. What do you call a cold? Is it just a cold spell? Because you've got a heat wave. What's the What's the term and phrase for when it gets really cold? Is it just a cold spell? I, I guess like there so. is something, but I can't think. Like hmm. there's something in the back of my mind, and I'm like, there is a name for it, but I don't know. Well, we're in a. I'll call it a cold spell. We're in a very cold yeah. spell. Hence why we're all sat here in hats because it's bloody freezing, um, and in the middle of all the madness of January because January in our industry is big. It's wild, and actually, there's quite a few questions from some of our amazing clients around sort of the January things and narratives. So we've got a lot of questions because we've um we've not caught up in a while. So we should probably just kit stick quit this you know intro bit that's just always really awkward anyways and just and just diving at some questions really so let's just crack on let's just crack on so yeah. first one nice easy one to ease us in do you lucy olian so i'm guessing this is one of your clients laura by process elimination have any favorite brands for gym wear Ooh. i mean I we do yeah i'm very much a gym shark girly and I've got quite a bit of honor active as well and I do rate their stuff so yeah I've I don't really tend to buy many like all of my gym leggings at the moment are ride wear or gym shark but actually I feel like I've got a new thing that might be coming along because um Charles who is my new coach recommended in one of our check-ins the other week to get some lululemon leggings saying the most comfy things in the world and I was like me being the mm. impulsive human that I am I was like okay I'm gonna buy some Okay, they are comfy. They are. Anyway. This, this is why I refuse to try them because I've heard nothing but good things. And yeah. I'm like, no. But they're like 90 quid I cannot a pair afford or something. To, to keep up with that habit. Because I the really good thing about Lululemons as well, because my sister in law's got some. I think she got hers. She's American. So she actually got hers when she was in America. But they have like a customer, like servicey care thing. So if you ever get a hole in your Lulus, they'll replace them. Like, doesn't matter how long you've had them or anything like that. They will just, like, replace them, like, for life, which I I rate. I think that's really good. So, although they're expensive, I guess it's worth it in that sense. 100%. I did, uh, I did sell my iPad, to be fair, so I pretty much used the money from <laughs> one in, one out. But then, like, tops and stuff, I don't really wear any, like, brands. I just wear, like, baggy T-shirts and stuff, to be fair. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I wear a lot of baggy T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that really answers the question. We're not like the most, we're not the most, you know, matchy matchy outfit. I used to be. I used to be oh, that no. person that would go to the gym and like matching outfits and I'd look so cute. And then see now, I'm just like. I look like a little troll when I go to the gym. No. It's actually really funny because I think I remember that, Laura, like when you used to tag me and stuff back in the day, you were always in the matching rider wear sets and stuff. It's so Literally. funny. <laughs> see, whenever I see old photos, I'm like, oh, remember her. Remember when she used to make an effort at the gym. <laughs> oh funny right we're going to some proper deep stuff now so how do you deal with diet talk in january when you are trying to work on relationship with food as it's very triggering this is a really difficult one and it's something i've kind of 
struggled with as well for the past month or so um it's very much just trying to keep yourself separate from it remembering that like everybody's got different goals and if that's what someone else is pursuing and that's what their January is about then that's okay but that's not you right now and I guess just kind of being kind of self-aware as to what your own goals are and it's kind of that what what is future you going to thank you for well future me will thank me for like working on my relationship with food and not giving in to kind of everything that's going on around you um and it, and it is easier said than done I guess but it's really tricky mm. I would I think that's great like being really really clear on your own goals and values and being like okay I think I remember as well remembering that if you if you really want to diet in January you can go diet in January but is that going to actually yeah. serve long term probably not look at your like social media because a lot of the noise is I would say probably more around social media nowadays than it is like yeah you'll get it like when you go places and in the office and you get your nail tech and they're talking about it and stuff but you're probably getting the most amount of noise from social media what is your social media made of like are you just following loads of accounts that are like diet fitness is that the majority of your feed because that's all the messages you're just going to get like reinforced 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 like, can you diversify what you follow or like mute these accounts for a bit? And there are lots of people talking about, you know, relationships with food and stuff. So maybe could you go and follow more of those or just follow stuff that's got nothing to do with fitness, like dogs and like <laughs> travel and stuff. Like something I've done recently is I've been really mindful of like unfollowing and muting a lot of people talking about bodybuilding and stuff because it's not what I want to do anymore. And I followed more relationship with food you know mindset all this kind of cool stuff and that's the message that just keeps coming up for me now so actually I've actually not seen that much in terms of like new year diet messaging because I've done that and that's really supported me massively and I think you guys have pretty much covered it um yeah just just take a look at your environment and making whatever changes you can in order to help that because that's gonna have the biggest impact Mm. yeah I think the only other thing I would suggest is maybe if there's anyone in your circle or network that you really are really, really close to, let's say you're in a really good, you know, really good group of friends and maybe they're all doing like, you know, fat loss new year and, and they're, they're someone that you're really comfortable with. You could maybe just create that boundary and just say like, hey, you know, I'm really, really hyped for you guys that you're doing this in the new year. When we're together, is there any chance we just can't really talk about it? Because it's something that I find really challenging and like good friends would, you know, be really, really accepting of that. Um, obviously you can't do that with everyone and I get that will be a difficult conversation but if there are people in your immediate network or maybe if you really get on with the people in the office at work or whatever sometimes just creating that boundary because people don't realize that it's necessarily a challenging conversation for you until you say that it is yeah for sure amazing answer that well cool do any of you use <laughs> if so why and what is is that your client Laura that um that smashed the pre-workout and then had a, had a really tough time with it. Yeah, <laughs> it is, it is. So but she, then she made like a little reel about it, didn't she? And and her little thing underneath it when I read it, yeah, I was howling. It was so She's funny. So, yeah, I bloody love her. We definitely needed yeah. to do this question a good few weeks ago before she... Uh... I know. But to be fair, I answered it in check-in, so... You probably didn't answer it well enough because of the problems. <laughs> no, to be fair, I'm, I'm sure the check-in was after she had tried it. Okay. <laughs> She's like, is this what pre-workout is meant to do to me? Is this what everyone does? No, I remember, because in our checking, I remember, um, I was like, I, sa- I said that I didn't think Lucy really used it. I was like, Leanne, I was like, I actually have no idea, but probably not, because caffeine makes it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a 20 Basically, she's a coffee hole, so. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she probably has a coffee. <laughs> yeah. I did use pre-workout back when I was actually using it as, like, 
because boys pre-workout is there to provide assistance right for your workout so when I was aiming to maximize my workouts I did I did use them so I've used my favorite stimulant pre-workout was probably MV pre or alpha lions one they were very both tasted amazing and great pumps great focus great energy without the crash because I've taken those pre-workouts where you're like fuck like I remember once I took um, I got a sample pack from um insight subs I used to go to their store a lot because it was literally like next to my flat and they'd given me like a sample pre-workout to try and I didn't realize it was a double scoop and it was a double scoop of um Stimumax um, black edition by Strom which is very strong so imagine that twice and honestly that must be what that being on speed or something feels like it was yeah. absolutely <laughs> hilarious Okay, my eyes were like bloodshot and everything. It was wild. Would not recommend. Um, but then the best pre-workouts that I've used for non-stimulants, because I know some people don't tolerate caffeine, the Nova Pump Neuro and Superhuman Pump, fantastic because you get the pump and the, the cognitive function. And then if you just want the pump just to help with blood flow and contractions, uh, Vascumax by Strom is my favorite. So when I go back to the pre-workout world, because I will, that will be what is in my cupboard. Nice. And they yeah, all I'm taste good. I'm not a fan of MV Pre or uh, Nova Pump. Oh, it's so good. Coffee is so chalky, I can't drink it. I just, I cannot. I tried to get past it and I just couldn't. But um, yeah, I, I'm a pre-workout fan. I use it most days that I train. Um, but I think it's kind of, you have to look at it because as as you said, Lucy, like you use it to, to maximise on your trainer. You don't have to use it. Like I wouldn't recommend it to anyone that's just getting into the gym that's just new to the gym because mm-hmm. you're not really in a position where you're pushing yourself that hard in the gym yet. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think don't don't just jump on it because everyone else is using it. 100 percent And it's almost a bit like, you know, when you talk about like, you know, sub- all these like fat burning fat burning supplements are pointless, but they would be pointless if you weren't in a calorie deficit, right? Like those pre workout supplements aren't really going to help you if you know you're not sleeping well, you're not recovering well, you're not fueling your workouts with good nutrition. So I'd always, you know, it's kind of like the layer effect. It's like, right, are you actually fueling your sessions properly? Right, are you sleeping and recovering properly? You're doing all these things. Okay, now we can look to add a pre workout in to boost you that little bit, because otherwise, like. You're gonna if you're eating shit and you feel groggy, that pre-workout she's not it's not gonna help. Like you're still gonna feel shit. So you're just wasting your money basically. Because it's not cheap stuff either. No, it's not. And the cheap stuff shit. Oh, don't go cheap. Like the buy cheap, you won't even buy twice because you'll just put it in the fucking bin and because it tastes yeah. don't do a right lot. If you're gonna buy cheap, just have a fucking coffee. Have a coffee and a square of dark chocolate because then you've got your coffee's cognitive, you know, caffeine benefits, dark chocolate's going to help with blood flow or beetroot. Have some dark chocolate and beetroot. That's a cheap, pretty much free pre-workout if you want to do it on the down. I'd just take the dark chocolate, to be fair. I was going to say, catch me outside the gym on Monday. Should we dip in a dark chocolate in a coffee? Like, I'm ready, bitches. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to dip the dark chocolate in the beetroot there. I was like... <laughs> No. Leanne, pre pre workout at all? Um, I will be totally honest. I do have pre workout. Um, but I, there's not a particular one. I know I don't have it like all the time. A lot of the time it is just a coffee. Um, 
Awesome. And at the minute, the ones that I've got in the cupboard, because I'm just a cheapskate and I'll buy what's on special, I'm not going to lie. So I've tried a few different ones. And at the minute, I've got the Vascumax one that you've got, because um, I think you recommended that one to me last year. So I bought it last year and then I've just bought another tub now as well. And I've also got the ABE all black everything. Okay, that's um, I like that. I like yeah, that. and I got the squashy flavored one. Oh, I want to try that, but the one I've got okay. just now is Oh, is Laura frozen on you or Rendley? It tastes like yeah, you know, like frozen. cheap energy drinks. It tastes like that, and it's so good. Uh, oh. oh no, I think AB is a really good one. That's probably budget more budget friendly. It's a bit cheaper. Yeah, yeah. that's probably think, the yeah that's the cheapest one I'll use. Like yeah, and I think I got that one because it was on like if you go on Amazon, it's quite often like on their daily deal discount thing. So I got mine like super cheap off Amazon. I can't remember. Oh yeah, I got squashy's flavor in that one, and that's really good. Catch me going on Amazon after this. <laughs> yeah, it was another really good brand. Um, I think it was. Oh. I can confirm that I've also tried the My Protein Pre's, and I don't rate them at yeah. all. They just made me feel sick. <laughs> I just have to Google what the brand is because it's gonna. Really... I like the Naughty Boy ones. They brought out a white monster oh, yeah. flavored one, and I tried that. I've got that. They had a, a strawberry one once, which was really nice. Um. Uh, HR yeah. Labs did one defib very oh. good but there was something you know that taste of pre-workout that's just a bit like not good it had that but the focus and energy was really good but you had to kind of get past the taste and I'd be like you know you know what ones I find are really like I've tried a few different flavors and they just Laura needs to sort of wife pre-workout taste rate CNP their pre-workouts are always like that um, they're, they're good like they, they do a good job but yeah they, they do not taste nice at no. all yeah Ugh. i think that's a good chat on pre-workouts now yeah. <laughs> lots uh, of options to try lots of, <laughs> yeah, go for it lots of options for all budgets and goals um okay it's quite a big one here so i'll try and break this down January always feels very noisy with colleagues, friends, family, social media, all promoting what they are changing for New Year and why we should adapt, adopt a particular change too. But what if you stay consistent with what you have been doing and you're not starting another fad? Like, how do you politely tell colleagues, that's great for you, but I'm doing my own thing and I'm happy with it just because I'm not starting something new with the new year, it doesn't mean I'm failing at 2024. So I think in summary, what they're saying is, you know, when everyone's like, oh, I'm starting something new for the new year, this person's mm -hmm. like, I'm just carrying on what I've always done. And how how do you kind of like, put that across the people mm -hmm. this was one of my clients and what I said was you just literally put that across the people like yeah, yeah. just have yeah. to be honest and speak your mind like I'm really happy like what I've been doing since like last year is great so I don't want to do anything else because I'm good yeah, yeah. like if, if what you're doing is working then why would you change it and like as it said in the question there's like something about fads if these people if that's what they're talking about it's like different fad diets that they're all trying at least you can be happy in the knowledge that you're still going to be going in a few months time whereas they've probably sacked it off so who's going to be in a better position? Yeah, because the thing is, a lot of people do like to do like intention setting, goal setting, things they want to achieve in the new year. Like I know I did it, but uh, and I think you guys probably did a little bit with like, we did some like professional ones together. And I know you've, Leon's got a big vision board. I've got my vision board. Well, I've got I've got my vision board as my wallpaper. Yeah. So we've all sort of thought about things we want to achieve for ourselves, right? But it's not, you don't have to do that. Like there's no you must do it in the new year. It's just quite a nice time to do it. Like I always like to do it at the end of the month, start of the month. I just kind of see it a bit like a book, a new chapter and what have you. 
So something you could always do is if you don't want to do it necessarily in the health and fitness space, because you're like, I'm good. Is there anything that you're, you're doing personally or professionally that you want to do this year? And you could vocalize that. Like everyone's like, I'm doing something world. I'm doing keto. And you can be like, I'm going to travel. You know, it's, it's cool. Like you can, dump, you can do something totally different, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, like actually rather than see it as a negative that you're continuing fucking own that shit. Cause that's great. Like, yeah. You need to set goals. Cause what I'm doing is working bitches. You should all do it. Like, exactly. Yeah. And like, as you said, like there's there's no rule that you have to set yourself new goals in January. Like it's very much like I don't actually see it that much anymore. And I don't know if it's just down to like the people I follow. So I don't know if it still goes on as much, but I used to bloody hate on a Monday and every single person that I followed, their post would be new week, new goals. And I'm like, <laughs> you've not hit your goals in a week. Like, do you know what yeah. I, mean? I, I used to uh, I used to really get on my nerves. You know what? I'm done on Monday now, don't you? <laughs> new week, new goals. Block. <laughs> yeah, please both do it on Monday. 100%. I'm based I, will, I, will, I will unfollow all of you on Monday. Is that a savage? If I see a new week, new goals post, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do to piss Laura off now, then, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. like, every single week, you're not going to have new goals every single week. You might. Yeah. <sighs> But you could if you set like really stupid like little goals like this week I'm going to I don't know spend over 40 pounds on my Aldi food shop that was definitely me today and then you're like yes achieved it and you week new goals not a fucking goal I should stand (laughs) no this is true someone who I can imagine setting a new goal every single week is your client Abby Leon because she's like such a go-getter human like yeah, but then she'll achieve them as well because that girl doesn't stop. I am I am on in awe of her. I keep telling her I'm like a number one fan. Is that what checking just consists of? Like, you're amazing. I hate you. I love you. <laughs> Literally, yeah. She just fills in all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you go get it, girl. Like, I'm just obsessed with her. She's great. <laughs> right. I got quite a few of my amazing would you rather from Rachel, the fun ones. So I think I've got three. So we'll start with the one just to throw it in the mix. So it's a Disney one as always. Would you rather learn archery with Merida? Or sword fight with Mulan. Sword fight with Mulan, hundred percent. See, I'd say I prefer Merida, but I'd be quite cool. Oh, if you do, because you score a sword. I've tried archery once before and I didn't like it, so I'm gonna have to sword fight him. Yeah, I think I don't think I'd be very good at that, though. To be I fair. Just- no, I'd be shit at both. I would love to learn. I'd love to be good at archery. I think it'd be quite good to be able to be quite skilled at it because, like, how bad I was mm. at darts. Like, I feel like if I can do archery, I can do darts. So, and Mary does uh, life skills. <laughs> That's it, right? Life skills. Cool. Okay. Question. I saw a fitness person <laughs> on social media. I love the way it's phrased saying, if you eat 90 calorie snacks, it's because you are hungry and you need a meal and stop eating those snacks. However, I don't have an option to eat meals all the time at work. So what do I do? It felt like an attack and that what I was doing was wrong made me feel a bit shit. That's a really good question, actually. Can I just say something? Yes. Unfollow that person because you shouldn't be following anyone that's making you feel bad about doing something. I know which post this is about as well. Like, I Yeah, me too. I don't. We'll tell you afterwards. And yeah. I think- what I know about this person and the way they do their content is, and, and for any bigger fitness influencers, and I think this is something for anyone to understand, right, is in order to get a, something shared and go viral and do well, you, you can't just say, like, make your snacks more satiating. 
no one gives a shit. Whereas if someone says, this snack is shit, you shouldn't be doing this. Oh, you're so engaged. So sometimes take what people say with a pinch of salt because they're probably saying it to try and just get a bit more views to get the actual point across. It's it's the name of the game of social media, right? So I think actually being quite aware of that's really powerful. Like if someone's like, oh, this is really bad. They, they probably actually don't even think that half the time. It's just- They're, they're probably sitting there posting it, eating it. Probably is, yeah. They're sitting yeah. there with a fiber one bar like- <laughs> It's like, oh, where did she get the fiber one bars from anyway? Like she had to have them. Like, did she buy them just a video or were they in a cupboard, you know? Um, hmm. So what I would say, right, is I don't think, try not to see it as an attack on yourself. It's an attack on the concept. And the concept was, right, that these sort of snacks are not very filling, which means that you're more likely to then potentially overeat later on, which is very true. Now, everyone's like capacity to eat is different, right? Like with our job, you know, I'm quite lucky that I could pretty much eat as and when I wanted to. But if you're like on shifts or whatever, you might not be able to. So I think what you want to take from that is thinking, how satiating are you making your meals and snacks? And if you are getting massively hungry between meals, those sort of things, there's nothing, I know there's fiber in them, but there's not really enough to, to actually satiate you. So what could you have instead that would make you more satiated? But if you're fine with them, then fucking vibe it yeah i think as long as, as long as you're not getting to like the end of the day and you're absolutely starving because you know you've used a couple hundred calories on these like little snacks to actually fill you up then yeah issue. i also think it's how much do you use of them right because like if you have like yeah. if you're like you tend to get a little a little bit hungry not too much just like a little pick me up in the afternoon so you have your cup of tea you have a little fiber one and then you're fine because you're having dinner a couple of hours later sound but let's just say you're then literally you're having like a tiny chicken salad at lunch and then you're having like six or seven of those like low calorie snacks throughout the afternoon it's not going to actually satiate you because of the lack of protein the lack of volume so i think it's just looking at it like that like if it is a problem for you and you're having a lot of these snacks and you are getting hungry okay how can you have more calorically dense snacks or how not calorically dense that's what we want how nutrient dense satiating snacks yeah. don't add more calories and then you won't yeah ignore me on that one that was bad advice <laughs> uh, but if you're fine you're fine you know yeah so this was actually one of my clients and i i essentially said everything you guys have said and she did say that she doesn't she's not hungry she's not feeling particularly hungry at the minute in which case I was like well that's absolutely fine and and the thing I really emphasize with one about the social media you know she is a big content creator she's doing it for the views so it's remembering that but also like remembering that not everybody's lifestyle allows for you to I'm hungry I'm gonna go make a meal and if that's what suits your lifestyle you know she's a busy woman that works kind of a nine hour shift where she doesn't have a chance to like sit and make a meal or whatever so those you know they fit in with her lifestyle and, and she's quite happy with them so yeah that was it was essentially everything you guys have said was what I kind of told her as well and it it's just frustrating that like again social media has the power to make somebody feel like they're not doing things right when they're absolutely fine yeah and just like going off what you said there as well like I think a lot of these people are like I, I don't know I've not seen the post so I don't know who it's we're talking about but a lot of these like big content creators they don't know what it's like to have a quote-unquote normal job so they don't know what it's like exactly. to have to you know be like you can't eat whenever you want like you do have to just eat when you can sometimes obviously depending on what your job is you can't just make that choice to be like oh I'm away for like 40 45 minutes I'm gonna go make this meal eat it and yeah. then be back whenever like you, you can't you can't do that no maybe what would be good to add to this question for people listening is 
if people are struggling, like between meals with with hunger, what might be some better options in terms of more satiating snack ideas? Because I think making meals more satiating is quite simplistic. I think it's thinking, right, how can you make it more voluminous? How can you add some sort of fruit or vegetable to the meal? Is it high in protein? If you can do those three things, you are going to increase the satiety value quite easily of that meal. But snacks is a bit different. Yeah. I would always say where you can include some sort of protein like where is possible that's always going to be of benefit and some sort of fruit and vegetable for fiber like i always try and say if you can pair those two together you're doing you're doing a really good job yeah so yogurt like those protein yogurts and puddings and stuff which are delicious with like apples i thought they have one now that's like a mix of chocolate and caramel Mm. I want to try that one. Mm. Okay. We're all <laughs> Don't talk about all these snacks around me with my period hunger. Oh, no. I literally had a snack before this. And it's honestly, guys, fucking wild. Like, you guys probably never got to it as much because when I did my photo shoot prep a couple of years ago, because my expenditure was so high and my calories were so low, like, I was waking up in the middle of the night, like, five, six times, like, I'm hungry. It was awful. I had that last night. Like, how have I? How am I having this? I've had like over two thousand calories today. That's mad. And like, I had before. Here, I was like, I'm gonna try a satiating snack because I know mm-hmm. I'm gonna have some time before I can have my dinner. So I had one of those sachets of porridge, the caramel biscuit ones, which if you've not had, guys, oh no, banging. Oh, yeah, I've got them with just a couple of little teeny pieces of dark chocolate. Because I thought, right, carbohydrates, slow release, dietary fat, slow release. I had that just before we chatted earlier, Leanne. So that was about quarter past three. And I now mm-hmm. feel like I could eat a fucking house. <laughs> Hormones. <laughs> yeah. But this is good though, because like that means all your bodily functions are functioning and requiring the energy to function. Yeah, <laughs> energy, fucking lot of it. Right. <laughs> um, cool. Next question. Not a question, but what did you guys to see? Oh. Well, that was me. I think I, had a couple of those. I was like, I need them to see it and I'll forget to tell them as well. I just oh, you're going to have to tell us after who this is. We'll respect their anonymity. I can never say that word. Anonymity. Anonymity. I think you're all pretty amazing and also insane. So, no questions. Thank you. Just love that you're all on your own journeys and also open and honest about them. And there's no absolute bullshit. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Who's going to cry? Who's going to cry first? I'm feeling a little bit like. I'm not gonna lie it's true though isn't it like because we are all in like totally different kind of points in our journeys or whatever and we've all got like different goals and literally are like, different struggles like... and yeah it's... but then like so we all support each other and it's just all nice and oh <laughs> I know yeah, we're I know Lift Your Life is going to, like, fucking take off. Let's be real. All of us guys, we're going to be, like, you know, millions of followers and everything. If at any point, and you, all you listeners have permission for this, us guys fall into this influencer trap of being, you know, the bullshit stuff just to get more likes and stuff, please feel free to come and, like, rip into us all because I refuse to go viral if it's not me being authentically me. Yeah. You can yeah, have it. You can so tell, and it's just like, but it's still, how does it still work? Like, it's just, it's wild. Uh, anyway. anyway. We like that one. Thank you. <laughs> Same person, Laura, that said, I've been sticking the podcast on in the car the way to the work. No questions. Just want to say it's awesome and well done to you all. Uh, different people. These are so nice. Your clients are so nice. Guys. My clients are so nice. <laughs> That's so cute. I don't get this. Feel not so loved. It's okay. 
Okay. Okay. I'd we'll love to offer the three of us. It's fine. <laughs> I'll go with another. Right, we'll take it. I'll go with another Rachel fun question, and this has actually got me really thinking. Actually, I, I think I sat and thought about this for a good twenty minutes. It elongated my check-in day quite a lot, and it was: Does Lightning McQueen need car insurance or life insurance? Oh, oh, I don't know. Good I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say life. I said life because he's a life. Yeah, but then, like, what if, like, he has a crash and he needs to get fixed? Does he claim... You can't claim on your life insurance unless you're dead. Whereas you can claim on your car insurance for repairs. Maybe he needs health insurance. (laughs) No NHS for the car. None of the above. (laughs) None of the above. Invalid question. I'm very stressed about this. I know. Hence, what do you see why it took me, like, five hours extra to do my check-in so I just like, like I don't know what to say <laughs> not gonna lie I just I would have been like I'm leaving you to last <laughs> but the thought was on my brain then I couldn't like couldn't just that's deep out. yeah so good at would you rather it's honestly it's the highlight of my check-in day when I open up her check-in I love like, that just give me this week we've got one more from her from this week but we'll save that till the end amazing, amazing. not super health and fitness related but navigating the constant positive all the time culture on Instagram and the needing to be doing something all the time, as well as falling into the habit of comparing yourself to other people and influencers, that's what affects me. She hasn't worded it as a question, but I get what she means, right? It's like, how do you deal with the constant stream of this positive energy on Instagram, always needing to be doing things, and then that comparison trap, like how do you break free from it? I guess there are two questions in one. So if we go with the first one of like the the, the constant positive doing something vibe on Instagram how do you like how do you work through that I think I think do you want to go (laughs) Uh, I was just gonna say I think it's just trying to remind yourself that nobody has no nobody is that positive all the time right nobody no matter how much it may seem there is Instagram as they say, is a highlight reel. And that's what people are going to share. People aren't going to share the downsides to their life if they don't want to. They want to share the good stuff. They want to share the happy stuff and the positive stuff. They don't want to share anything that's negative. So that's all you're literally seeing, exactly what I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, like, like, all you're that, seeing is the good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, it is literally that. And yeah. it's hard to remind yourself of it. But what I was saying to this client as well, because they were saying, like, I'm comparing myself to other people and influencers now a lot of these people, right, like, you don't know what goes on behind the photo to, to capture that photo. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, like, some of these influencery ones, like, you have no idea how many times they've taken that. They might have 50 to 100 other versions of it, and they're, like, manipulating it, so that's the most perfect one. A lot of these people have, like, you know, they really, they don't just, like, like, we, a lot of time we just take a picture, right? They're, like, lighting, make sure I've done my makeup this morning, done my hair, and they're constantly doing things like that. Yeah um so like you you can't compare yourself to something like that because it's not real life like as much as they are annoying I do kind of like those people that do those like you know unpose and unpose things it's like that's actually what the body looks like like these most be surprised that those people's bodies don't actually look like that because they're in the perfect pose the perfect angle all that stuff and then in that comparison of you needing to be doing things all the time right I've fallen into that trap myself with work and I'm like, oh my God, I need to always be doing stuff to be successful. But then it's actually realizing like, why do you feel the need to be doing stuff all the time? And it actually, 
does that align with your values? Is that a life you want to live? Like, do you always want to be doing things, being productive? Or actually, are you quite okay with being busy sometimes, but also having chill time and downtime? Because that's what I've realized, right? Is that I want both. I want busy, lots to do with business because I, I enjoy that. But I also want to not be doing things and have space and time for me and friends and family and stuff as well. So there is that one. I think it is important yeah. to take that time that you need to to just be able to chill out and not do anything for a wee while because <clears throat> if you're constantly busy, constantly doing things, like Lucy is very good at, you're just going to burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think you don't want to do that. Yeah. And I guess when you're saying influencers as well, it's suggesting that it's people whose full-time jobs are that like that is all they do it is their job they're making money off looking good on Instagram like that you know so they're not gonna necessarily post the more real stuff or the you know I'm just chilling on the sofa like watching Grey's Anatomy (laughs) me um because that's not gonna get them like the views and the you know the the brand deals and the money that they're after and stuff so um that is their full-time job it's their responsibility is to look good on Instagram yeah. Also, like what we were saying earlier, right? Social media call if that's people you're following and you're like, oh, that makes me feel shit, get rid. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like nobody's forcing you to follow these people. And the beauty of it is as well, if it's somebody that you kind of know, I mean, I've done this with like family members before. If I don't agree with what they're posting, you can just hide them. Like you don't have to unfriend them or unfollow if that's going to cause more issue. You can like snooze people on Facebook and unhide or whatever it is on Instagram. And mm-hmm. so you can get away with it like that as well. <laughs> mm yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. amazing two more Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh two more to go one um probably of some value one that's fun so the one of value is one of what is one of the biggest mindset shifts you have made that has really supported you in your health and fitness journey Mm. that's kind of like the question i had yesterday i wonder if it's the same person wonder wonder can i remember what i said (laughs) <laughs> the biggest mindset shift I think I'm honestly trying to remember what I said when I answered that question because I can't even remember I think mine would be I think it's more of like a recent thing to be fair and that is progress over perfection because I am a perfectionist by nature and I'm always like, I want to tick every single box and I want to do everything. If I'm not doing everything to the T, um, I'm a failure, I'm this, I'm that. And actually we can't be setting yourself. I'm actually doing a post about this next week, trying to be a hundred percent all the time is setting yourself up for either failure or disappointment, like yeah. inevitably, because you cannot be that. Like it's just not possible unless you're a robot. So rather than trying to be hundred percent perfect, it, I guess it's kind of like two mindsets in one. It's that, giving your best to what you can do on that day. Because let's say, for example, I was trying to hit a steps goal of let's say 15,000. Today, I probably could have hit that pretty well because I've got not so busy a day. The weather's safe. That's my best. Yesterday, because it was so icy and dangerous, like I struggled to get about six to seven because it just wasn't safe to do so. But that six to seven was my best. Yeah. So knowing that your best is enough your best efforts physically and mentally, whatever that looks like, is enough. Um, so you don't always need to be hashtag ticking the boxes because it's not always appropriate to do so. That's probably what's really changed my mindset to how I approach things, but also something that I really do get across with like the people we work with because I think it's really important that they understand that as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think an important one that I didn't struggle with massively, to be fair, but I know it's something a lot of people struggle with and I've had clients in the past is that making yourself aware that not everyone is going to understand why you're doing what you're doing. So whether that is dropping body fat, whether that is looking to build muscle or anything else in between, there are going to be people in your life that are like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing that? They're, they're just not going to understand because people don't. And that's fine. It doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong and it doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing it. You have to do it for you. You have to do what's best for you. Like, fuck what anyone else thinks. Yeah. 100%, 100%. That's That's amazing. where really being strong with like your why and values is really important because if you aren't strong and connected with those, the second that you get those, well, why are you doing this? What are you doing that for questions? Like, should you be doing that? You're going to retreat and go back to what was comfortable for you. But that comfort was giving you a state of discomfort, right? Otherwise you won't want to stay there. Like I've had so many questions now about like, what, what, why are you bringing down your exercise? Why are you doing this? You know, people who don't understand what I'm going through. And it could be very easy for me to be like, oh my God, you know, I'm getting fat this time. I need to go back to what I was doing, but I'm so strong on my why and my values that I can just lean into those and explain it really calmly. And, you know, people then might go, okay, yeah, that's cool. Or like Laura said, they might still not understand, but end of the day, if there's a, re there's a reason you're doing it for yourself, you know, that why and values have got to be at the forefront of your mind to carry you through because it can be tough, right? When people are like questioning and digging, especially if they're like, you know, people that you value in, in your life. Michelle. Leanne, what's your mindset shift? Oh my gosh. Do you know, I feel like there's so many, isn't there? Um, I think for me, the biggest mindset shift is very much all or nothing thinking. I was always an all or nothing mindset kind of individual that if I wasn't giving something 100%, then what's the point? Or if I have one less nutritious thing, then that would just leave me to write in the day off. And, it, and for me, it was always one or the other. There was never any in between. And I guess that kind of stems from an eating disorder background as well, where that I guess that's where it came from to begin with. Um, and so I think for me, the all or nothing thing, like I can enjoy life, I can enjoy the good food, but I can still go to the gym and lift heavy weights. And I can still like eat the nutritious food that I like kind of when I want to as well. And so very much all or nothing. And also the thing about like, it's kind of the destination, not the speed, like everybody's going to travel at different speeds and someone might be progressing way quicker than you are, or has been, you know, has achieved something in less time than it took you to achieve it and stuff. But it is, as long as you're kind of heading in the direction you want and doing, doing what's good for you, then just take it at your own speed. That That's not like a race or anything like that. Um, yeah, it's all very deep, isn't it? But Love I love it. that for Friday, though. Mm yeah, now -hmm. I'm thinking like, I'm just like, yeah, there, there's so many, isn't it? And it's, it's awful as it is. It's all those really cheesy things that pop up on Instagram all the time. Like, you know, things like that. It's not all or nothing. And, and it's like, it's the journ
as coaches, we can give you all of the tools and all of the advice, but it still comes down to you as a person. Like you are the only person that can put the work in and achieve the end results, which again is going to be like, is you. And and I think that's the beauty of it as well. Growth yeah. really comes from like the struggles, the hardships. And if you can actually lean into that and understand every single time you quote unquote fuck up or fall off track or struggle, it's a good thing because it's only allowing you to become better and stronger. That's very empowering and actually realizing that failure mistakes however you want to label them is inevitable but mm-hmm. what do you do with that do you, do you retreat and go i can't do this or do you go cool it's a learning opportunity sick what can i learn and like the only time you ever truly fail is when you give up and again it's another cheesy saying but failure is it is just a learning opportunity and the only time you actually fail at something is when you, when you throw the towel in yeah <laughs> Yes. so deep <laughs> we'll end on a fun one then because i feel like this is getting very deep so last, i love it <laughs> last fun one from rachel which is would you rather have tea with alice in wonderland or spaghetti with lady in the trump Ooh, spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> oh, spaghetti that's an easy one that's easy i i went the opposite because i i absolutely love alice in wonderland like all my if you've ever seen my dinner plates or my stories it's alice in wonderland like i absolutely yeah. The Tim Burton one especially, I freaking love. And I told Rachel this in my check-in, like back when I used to do performing arts, we did um we did a show called Spectacular, which will be like little snippets from from different shows. And I was in like the babies group at that point, and we did a Disney like medley, and I was Alice in Wonderland. Aww, you make a good Alice, to be fair. Basically, my my part of Alice was like we did the I'm late song for the White Rabbit, and I got. This, this boy with a very sweaty hand he weighed the right rabbit it was awful he ran across the stage and I ran with him and it was great and I was like I'm famous <laughs> that's oh, so cute have... I will probably have photos somewhere actually I might it might be at my parents house when I go this weekend I'll try and dig them out yeah um did you answer it and did you say carbs and um yeah, I mean, I love a good cup of tea, but I'd probably go with the carbs option and have the pasta. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it it's, it must be. I must love Alice in Wonderland if I'm choosing that over carbs and dogs. Fair. This is true. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I think that rounds up very nicely, don't you? Yeah, that was a good yeah. one. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> I feel like we've been so out of practice for this, guys. I missed it. I, I really did. I missed it too. We'll try and get more regular. We'll try. <clears throat> You have to give us good questions then people <laughs> more questions right. any nice plans this evening anyone i'm good tesco <laughs> yeah i'm going to my sofa to watch crazy anatomy like let's be honest Ooh, what season are you on now i'm on like i'm on season nine and i think i'm on about episode eight episode nine so we're getting back into it but season eight finale broke me like the gray's girlies will know that was rough yeah Never it seen was it. rough. I've never seen any of it. Oh, oh my gosh, you're going to have to. I think, I think we're on about season 13 or 14 now. Oh, nice. I've seen it all before anyway, but we're re-watching it. I'm just like kind of shocked that it's only been about a month because I started it kind of the week before Christmas and I'm already up to like season nine and I don't know whether to be really proud of myself or really kind of ashamed. We'll go with proud. Pos- yeah. Toxic positivity. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Just off to go for a deep tissue now, which is very exciting. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was very jealous, to be fair. I'm very excited. I was going to go straight after to the supermarket, but I genuinely feel with this level of hunger that I would make very stupid decisions and impulse buys. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to go tomorrow 
when I'm a bit more satiated and then finish off my work and definitely go to bed because I'm exhausted sounds good I might read for a bit as well good lads I set myself a challenge of 100 books this year (laughs) oh my gosh that's a lot of the time for 100 books but that's quite intense actually isn't it is that like well I've I've started reading well someone told me because I put up my story and someone messaged me and was like well that's like a book every three and a half days and I was like oh okay did not think about that Um, I find really short books children's books that are like five pages (laughs) gonna have to include some of them mate the entire Mr Men collection (laughs) there's loads of really short books so I've been like searching for those and I've been doing um I've been well I'm starting to read when I'm doing my cardio so that that gets a good chunk out the way you should probably like do like raise some money for charity for that because that's quite impressive if you manage to do it well don't put that pressure on me (laughs) there's a lot of books though my goodness I know I regret it but I've committed now so We'll see. We'll see. I'll good. keep you all posted. I'll let you know by December where we're at. December, how you then? December, like panic reading. Like, I'm not sleeping. December, I'm on like 60 books. <laughs> 12 books a day. <laughs> right, guys. Let's let everyone enjoy the rest of the day because we all need to go on Friday. Have an amazing one, everyone. And um, we'll probably see you at some point when we decide to do this again. <laughs>